Welcome to this special episode on self-compassion, forgiving ourselves, and moving on from the past. How can we develop self-compassion? How can we break free and remove the impact from past memories that may hold us back? How can we be free to be our higher self now? What is the best way to perceive life, a higher perspective that allows us to experience everything as a wonderful game? How can we experience a high state of stability and security when life throws challenges and how to overcome guilt, shame, remorse, and feeling we are not good enough or feeling that we're disconnected from the divine. In this session, we're going to explore proven methods to reduce and remove past memories, how to stop stressing about mistakes and move forward and upwards how to experience a higher perspective on life, how to understand the nature of life, the nature of reality, and experience the game, and how to transform old memories. Deepest heartfelt welcome, oceans of love to beloved spiritual family, divine soul, in this game of life with us, we're all here together. And today we are going to explore this great, great game of life. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. So beautiful. Thank you for your shining presence. So this comes up quite a lot when we connect with people self-compassion, how to deal with the madness of the world that's going on because things are heating up, things are unpredictable. We can get triggered, triggered by people or by situations. So there's external things that can cause us to be distressed. There's also internal things, our own bad habits or old habits or programming. And then of course, nature is a bit out of hand, as I'm sure you've noticed, you know, it's too hot, too cold, strange storms or strange heat waves. And these things are no doubt going to continue. And then on top of that, we also have memories, past memories, which can haunt us. Things that we did bad or things that bad things happened to us. And with all these things going on at the same time, it can be difficult, unless we have a practice, it can be difficult to be fully present in the moment, experiencing our highest life. So what we're going to be going into today is how do we deal with all this stuff? How do we shift our perspective so that we're not trapped in all these things and we are in a stable position 
to manage the unpredictable nature of the times. So as we delve into this topic today, I just want to start with an awareness to hold as we as we delve in that you are a divine being. You are spiritual power and spiritual love embodied. You are an incredible, powerful, eternal being, unlimited. And as you, as we come into this world of form and matter, it really is like playing a game and we're going to explore this today and how this perspective can bring such a lightness and freedom to your heart. Same lightness and freedom as when you're watching a movie. And that you have the power to transform your attitude and to transform the world around you. You really do. As we've started recording this, and as Michael was leading his meditation to go with this episode, there were these dogs barking. We love our dogs. And across the street. I felt, <laughs> okay, this is a game. So the first time I put my hand up towards towards the sound of the dogs, and I sent them this powerful, loving, peaceful wave right right into their mind. I focused my mind and attention on the dogs and was sending them this peace and they calmed down and I put my hand down and then they started up again so mm. I put my hand back. This time it took a little less time and then they, they calmed down and I put it down and the third time <laughs> I heard them start up again and I just put my hand up and they stopped. <laughs> so this just happened spontaneously. And so it's just, I feel like that, that's such a beautiful thing to give the flavor of, hey, we are powerful. We have the power to transform. And this world is a glorious stage, a glorious game. And it's my heart's intention and prayer that you can really take from this episode today the magic and the lightness and the beauty of life regardless of what you've been through or what you're going through or what you will go through that you can keep that lightness and joy in your heart yes what a wonder so if, if the dogs start off again we can all send special blessings and calm them down they need peace so we're going to be dealing with all sorts of things like this. Dogs barking, people barking, <laughs> um, the elements barking. And everyone really just wants love and peace. You know, ev everyone, all other souls, the animals, the elements. The reason they're causing mischief, the reason they're barking, so to speak, is they are calling us. They're calling you to awaken and and to bestow that love and peace they are so we have a wonderful opportunity here to change our perspective we can either have the defensive attitude that when bad things happen i need to attack back 
But what happens? Has, has that really worked in the world? There's all sorts of people doing that right now, and they have been doing it for a long time. And what sort of world are we living in? So we need to really understand the game of life if we're going to have compassion. Real compassion, self-compassion for ourselves starts with transforming the way we perceive reality. Compassion means to have enough love for ourselves, self-compassion, to change our perspective. So let's just take an example to bring this home. Life can be seen as a game. You can see life however you want. You can see it as a horrible nightmare. You can see it as a dream. You can see it as a tragedy, a comedy. Wonderful attitude and awareness is it's a big play and it's also a game. It's kind of like a play on a, on a field, a field of action. And in sports, you know, people love sports. A lot of people, they live for sports. Maybe you like sports, maybe you don't, but you know other people. I know people who they're obsessed with sports. They never miss the game. We had someone to come and stay with us and he had to leave early because he didn't want to miss his game. You know, like he'd come all the way over here and he he used to like, you know, I'm going to arrange my time so that I can spend time with people, but I can also be back in time for the game. Right. And my father, it's so, so important to him. Him and his friends like have this, I think it's called fantasy football. And they create this whole like game within the game and they put money on the line and like choose players and who's going to win. And, you know, he does all the accounting for it and they, they, you know, they, they love it. That's right. And gaming, you know, the gaming industry, video games is a huge, 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 huge thing. So many people there, there are stories of people gaming where they literally don't get up to go to the bathroom, don't eat anything for like a day on end. Sometimes, you know, because they get so inspired and, and caught up in it. So this is a game. We're caught up in this game, this big game. We don't realize because it's such a huge thing. Now, let's just think about sports. In a sport, let's say tennis, right? If you're playing tennis and someone smacks the ball over the net towards you, if you've ever, ever played tennis, imagine the tennis ball is coming your direction. You have a you have a tennis racket in your hand. What are you going to do? Are you going to say, oh my God, why did they hit that tennis ball across the thing? What is wrong with these people? Why are they sending this ball in my direction? Yeah, imagine if someone's watching tennis and this is what's happening. It would be completely ridiculous because the game of tennis is that one person hits the ball across the net and the other person hits it back. And that's how it works, right? I mean, this is the rules of tennis. If someone is playing another game, there's different rules for those games, right? Now, you might have noticed if you've watched any sports that If one of the teams, let's say it's basketball or football or whatever it is, when one of the teams is losing, they can either let it go 
and recoup their enthusiasm and go hard and really go for it and use all their talents and skills and practice to beat the other team. Or they can feel defeated and lose hope. If you've ever watched sports, I'm not like a major sports fan, but I do enjoy basketball now and again because it's just a remarkable skill. And I've seen this, that if the team starts to feel like they've lost, they give up on themselves and they start to go down a dark spiral, negative spin, and then they get even more problems and then they lose even worse than they would have. Whereas otherwise they can come back, right? So sport is really good. It's good worth just even watching some sports just to see how the players respond to victories and defeats. Now, let's apply this to ourselves. If if I make a mistake today, or imagine you've made a mistake today or this week, right? What are your options on how do you deal with it? We can beat ourselves up about what happened. Oh my God, I'm such an awful person. I shouldn't have done that. We can feel guilty and shameful. Oh, that was so terrible. And and create negative feelings in our body, have doubts about ourselves, get disheartened, feel there's no point, feel we might as well just do other bad things because we're already in a bad state, right? This is certainly one way of dealing with it. Losing faith in ourselves, losing faith in life, feeling miserable, right? We can do that. I've done this before, I have to admit. Or, or another option is that we say, all right, that I lost that point. That was a mistake. Mis- mistake is mistake. That, you know, something happened, fair enough. It was a mistake, and I lost that battle, but I'm not going to lose the war. I lost that point. I'm not going to lose the game, right? And then re-inspire ourselves to get up and to get back in the game, not thinking about the past, not caught up in, in other thoughts, not beating ourselves up, not thinking these things over and over in our head, but saying, what do I need to do right now? to get back on it. Such an amazing example. And it's, I'm just smiling. I'm also reminded that we were talking about ants re- recently, weren't we, Michael, about, about oh. the determination of ants. It's absolutely incredible. They're amazing. I, I was on a hike the other day and I saw this little ant hole in that was right next to the path. So I, out of curiosity, I I put this little stick, like a two inch little kind of um, tiny little stick in front of the hole just just to see what they would do. And I just sat there and I watched. And you can imagine like if you were, if if this was the same scale as us, it would be like us having like a 25 foot long, big piece of wood, right? Like a tree trunk, right? And imagine you, someone put a tree trunk in front of your front door, right? It's a bit like that. We would normally go, oh my God, what is wrong with this people? Why did this happen? Um, 
who's going to help, you know. But what these ants did instead is they immediately got on the case. Somehow, the, the, high, the hive mind, the, they picked up this big thing and together they cooperated and they moved it not just out of the way, they actually moved it all the way down the hill. It's almost like for, for us, it would be the equivalent of walking about half a mile. <laughs> and, and they did it so within, within a minute, within a minute. And then I did it again, just out of curiosity. And one ant by himself managed to pick the thing up within about 15 seconds and move it out of the way. I, I was just sitting there giving them a round of applause. I just thought, this is incredible. Whereas what happens with us? Oh, there's this problem. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. And we beat ourselves up and we create toxic chemicals in our body by having negative thoughts. And we say, oh, it's all is lost, all is lost. These ants, they're so small, their intelligence is by no means as high as ours, right? Do you know what I mean? And they just are totally on. And, and what will happen with an ant is they literally will try and overcome an obstacle consistently until they die. They won't give up at all. They won't. They won't stop. They won't even take a rest. They will just keep at it again and again, day after day, until they get whatever they need to get. And even if they don't, they'll die trying. So, this is a wonderful virtue that we can imbibe from our little insect friends. So. Life is a beautiful game. So what we need to do, if we want to develop compassion, we want to develop a shift in consciousness, we need to change our perspective on life. And we can choose how we see life. We have the power to make changes in our consciousness. So the spiritual perspective is that we are spiritual beings, beings of consciousness, and we are here on this field of action, this great stage, this big field, field of action. And in this game of life, there are 10 players, 10 players who are our opponents just like in sports or in video games. And who are, what are these 10 players? Did you know you have 10 opponents? What are they, Ariel? So these 10 players, we have the five elements of nature, earth, wind, air, same, fire, water, and ether. And then the five players of Maya, so negative energy, lust, anger, ego, attachment, and greed. So did you know that you had these 10 opponents, right? Just think about it. What is it that comes up in your life? We can say, oh, other people are a problem, but really other people are not a problem. It's either lust, anger, ego, greed, attachment in the people that's the problem. To just think about any problem you've ever had with another person in your entire life has been because either they're angry with you and giving you bad vibes or there's lust going on or there's ego 
or they're attached to something, or they're being greedy. These five things inside of people are actually the problem, not the people. If all these five things were removed from everyone in the world, you wouldn't have any problem with any person in the world. Right, and it's, and you know, the, the other energies that, that come from that place. So there's also fear and carelessness and, you know, there's, there's more that can arise. And as we're, as we're speaking and I'm just listening to us speak, uh, it's so, it's such an interesting paradox to me. On one hand, certainly at this point in the game, which in the cycle of time, we would call the Iron, well, okay, we would call the Iron Age or Kali Yuga. However, actually it's the confluence between that, that time where the opponents are the strongest shifting into that spiritual awakening and power to to such an extent that actually through the power of our consciousness through the power of our awakening through the power of our purity and our love these 10 appoint uh, opponents are transformed that is a wonder that is a wonder that through our power of consciousness, moving into that space of golden age, satyug, time of truth in the bigger cycle of time and the game, the elements are lifted into their highest vibration and perfection. And each of these vices is transformed, purified into an elevated energy. And I was I was tuning into this recently that it's interesting that really behind all of them is love. I was tuning into this. We had a situation arise in our in our work with some some of the souls we work with. And you know, there were some fires of of fires of anger and ego and and different things going on. And I felt gosh, there's so much love there is so much love beneath those fires. So much like love for for the company, love for the work, love for each other. Ultimately, I could see and feel that there was a deeper love. It was just that those surface energies, those surface opponents were, were taking the stage. So just a little tangent of mine, but... It's interesting to keep that in mind. As we are speaking about them as opponents at this time in the game, and they certainly are, you can also hold this higher awareness of of their transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our job, spiritual job, spiritual mission is to transform these things. So we, we transform nature as we transform our own nature. And... You know, just tune into it. This is really fascinating to start looking at your life as a big game and thinking, okay, when you have any challenge, you can look at it again and say, which one of these 10 players has come in front of me? I guarantee it will be one of these 10. So sometime, like for example, in the spring here, one of the opponents that I face is the wind, right? In the, you might have even heard it on the recording. You know, there's woo, it's really loud wind, and it's like you can't go outside, and it's 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 just intense. But 
if I see it as for what it is, then it's kind of a fun little little game, actually. Um, when we're dealing with other people, is it ego? Are they having pride in them, how great they are on a big ego trip? Or is it they're attached to something and they're attached to their idea or whatever it is? Or am I attached to something in myself? So whether it's inner things that we're dealing with ourselves or we're dealing with other people, it's going to be one of these five players of Maya or in our body, health issues are related to these elements in one way or another, or it's going to be something to do with nature. So fascinating. Or even like in, in the animals, you know, because the animals really look to us. So as our state of consciousness, then they're going to follow. And, and you see this with people and their pets. So in one way or in another, you know, these, these opponents are acting through elements, through animals, through other souls within ourselves. And, you know, it's really this time is the time of the Gita. It is the time of that Mahabharat war. It is the time of being on that, that battlefield, or really I'm seeing a soccer game in my mind. <laughs> where where there's these 10 opponents and it's a game and it's such such a fun and wonderful game when we see it as a game it starts to become interesting and if we don't see it as a game it starts to become awful right so it's up to us isn't it and what do you want so i'm going to read you a quote here about the game that inspired this this um sharing today you are happy seeing the games of nature. Whether nature fluctuates or shows you beautiful games, you souls, who are the masters of nature, observe both these games as detached observers, as spectators. You experience pleasure in the game. You do not get confused. Would players not play games? Yeah, these 10 players. So sometimes one player comes in front of you and sometimes another player comes in front of you. They watch the games. People who watch games watch them with so much love. So should you enjoy yourselves watching the games or should you get confused? Some fall and some make others fall, but those who are watching the games enjoy themselves when they see others fall, and they also enjoy themselves when they see others win a victory. So this is also a very big game. Just do not let go of your seat of higher consciousness. So if we want to win this game, the big opportunity we have is to sit on the seat of a detached observer. That means be a, be a spectator. If you sit back and you watch life as if it's just a game happening around you, like you're in the stand, yeah, watching the game with the players, 
whether it's happening to you personally or you're watching it happen to others, it changes your consciousness significantly. If we don't think it's a game, then we get very disturbed. And then when we're disturbed, we can't make things better because we're in a negative space, more likely to cause more problems. Mm. And this seat is so significant because when you're watching a game or a movie, a play, you have a seat, you have a stable seat. And so it's really the seat of your higher consciousness, the seat of the soul, the seat of being able to hold that awareness and perspective of the, the bigger picture. Because if you get off of your seat and get caught up in the field and in the the dramas, then it, whew, you know, <laughs> I don't even have to tell you, you know, it's, it's not exactly so much fun. It's definitely not as much fun as sitting on your seat. No. Do you like being confused and destabilized, you know? So as part of this understanding the game, it's really essential to recognize that that which had to happen has happened. It might be worth you writing this quote down. That which had to happen has happened. A lot of the time, we think, well, that shouldn't have happened, and I wish it hadn't happened, and if only I could go back and make it better, then everything would be great. But from an unlimited perspective, from a spiritual awareness, that which had to happen on the great game, the great movie, has happened. Right. This is this is absolutely a critical thing to bring into our hearts. It's like when watching a movie. There are some scenes that are oh, they're sad or they're devastating, and and you know, I know for myself, and I just keep myself away from movies. <laughs> I, would, I would I would lose my seat, and I would like get. I would like be with them and say, oh my goodness, oh no, you know, and, and get caught up in that. But realistically, that's the film, that scene, that had to happen. What had to happen happened in the film and, it, and it's the same with, with our lives. So when we imbibe these things, these are very, very deep things that you can bring into your consciousness and try them out. See and notice how you feel differently and how more effective you are and how much more you enjoy your life and how much more you're able to help others when you bring this into your awareness. So there's a great game happening. Whatever happened had to happen. And sometimes one of the things that can get, get us disturbed is if we make a mistake, we might think, well, I don't like myself, or what does God think about me? A lot of religions and spiritual teachings kind of promote guilt and shame, 
So we might have done something bad and we might not be having this consciousness that it was all good. So what does God think about us if we make a mistake? The Father also has love for the children, no matter whether they fall or whether they climb or play games. God never loses hope constant benevolent vision right so let me see through the eyes of that one of the seed of humanity the beloved the supreme let me see through those eyes and realize and accept the divine vision of that presence upon me because that one's love heals that one's love brings the benevolence of forgiveness that one's love transforms it's so beautiful because when we realize that there is this higher being who has unconditional love for you and always sees you in a high beautiful way and never loses hope in your transformation like the sun the sun is always shining the sun doesn't stop shining on particular places the sun is always shining and we just need to go out into the sun and feel the warmth. So God doesn't want to punish us, doesn't feel bad about things. Everything is about how do we respond to the game? How do we respond to the game? And the game will have players, it will have setbacks, it will have challenges. In wars, Another way of thinking about the game is the, is the battle and the war. So right now there's different wars happening in the world. And in a war, a war doesn't take place in one go normally. There's a whole range of smaller battles. And when you add all those battles together, one, one side wins the war. So there's an expression, I might have lost this battle but I will win the war, right? So if you do something or something happens where you lose temporarily, it doesn't mean you've lost the war. It just means that you didn't win that particular battle. Right, it's like in the game or like Michael was talking about tennis, you might have lost the point, but you will win the game, right? So you hold that consciousness. So these things are all connected to each other and it's worth really tuning into them in your own way. Now, one of the things we talked about before, which we'll dive into now, is how do you deal with old memories? Because sometimes we did something or something bad happened to us and it resurfaces. Have you ever experienced that? Where you have this memory and it just keeps coming back over and over. You're trying to forget it. You're trying to not think about it, but it comes back and you replay it over and over and over again, and it haunts you. Have you ever experienced that? Or maybe you're trying to get over something, and then you see someone, and then it triggers the memory, and then it all comes back. And this situation can really ruin our happiness and make it very difficult to move forward if we keep playing that memory. I was reading a business marketing 
magazine that I get a newsletter and um, the, the guy was talking about how he wanted to learn how to sell from the stage right so he was at a conference and he didn't realize people were selling things and someone would talk about what they're doing and then they teach something and then they would sell a product and people would run to the back of the room and he counted how many people were there and how much it was and he realized that this person had made like $75,000 or $100,000 in in an hour he thought this is a rem- if someone can make $100,000 in an hour I have to figure it out so he got himself an opportunity to speak at one of these events and he said I'm a better teacher than everyone I'm going to just do really well and he taught really really well and then he delivered his offer and he was imagining all of the people running to the back of the room and what happened nobody moved out of their seat he sold zero and he left the room ran up to his upstairs to his uh, hotel room and spent the next three days eating Haagen-Dazs delivered delivered by room service you know and he's now one of the wealthiest marketers in the country or in that's right he's now a multi multi millionaire (laughs) a hundred million dollar a year business right but the if he'd let and he, he said to himself I'm never selling from the stage again I'm never doing it again if he'd stayed with that memory he would have gone bankrupt and let, not been able to live the life he has now so that's you know it's an extreme example but we all have this sort of thing I did this thing wrong with this person I did this thing wrong I messed this didn't work out last time I'm not sure it's going to work out this time so this is one of those things where with sports people if they think oh I last time I lost I lost the time before I'm probably going to lose again these memories can ruin our life so what are we going to do about it here's a practice let's actually do a practice right now so you can experience this yourself and you can do this again and again and again this practice with any memory that comes up so think of something a minor thing that you maybe feel a bit bad about that you did recently do you have a memory that of something that you feel a little bit bad about holding you back a little bit yeah, it could be something you did yourself or something bad that happened to you or you ate wrong food or you did something you shouldn't have or some addictive behavior whatever it is so just bring that into your mind And now what I'd like you to do is to pull yourself out of that image so you're not in your body, you're watching yourself from a distance. This is happening to somebody else, as if you're watching it on a screen somewhere. Just notice how you feel as you detach from that scene in the game. So you're watching it, your body from a distance, disembodied. Now turn the color down so that it becomes a black and white image of a person in the distance. (laughs) And now 
push it away and make it fuzzy as if it's like a screen and you can push the screen away so it goes very 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 small and very fuzzy like this kind of gray staticky image So the memory is now this small, staticky, fuzzy thing about someone else over there. And then push it all the way out into the light. Give it to the spiritual purifier. Push it all away and have it burn up and be purified. And let's do it again. Right? The more you do this, the better you get at it, the faster you can do this. Bring their memory to mind. It's probably a little bit more fuzzy now. See it yourself out of it. So your spiritual being, and this is the body and the memory and the situation over there. Make it dull, boring, black and white. Drain all the emotion out of it as you do this. Make it kind of fuzzy, like a vague memory. Maybe it happened, maybe it didn't happen. I'm not even sure it was even a real thing. It's some sort of strange dream happening somewhere in this strange video game. <laughs> you're safe and you're secure and you're full of good vibrations. And this is something far away. And then give it to the one, give it to the purifier, Just throw it out and see it burning up in the fire. See it burning in a fire. It's like an old magazine in the fire, like a newspaper. It, it was kind of a fake news newspaper that's now burned in the fire <laughs> somewhere else. And you can try this again and again, practice this, and better you get at it, what happens is you're purifying the past memories. You're putting a full stop, period, right? Instead of thinking, why did it happen? What happened? Oh my God, re-merging it, regurgitating it. That whole thing makes everything worse and worse and worse. Doesn't help us, doesn't help anyone else, doesn't make anything better. So instead we say, I'm putting a full stop, that's it shrinking it down, pushing it away, and handing it over to a higher power. And if you do this again and again and again, you can do this with one memory multiple times, you can do it with any memory, you are cleaning these things out of your psyche, out of your memory track, and you are liberating yourself from the energy frequency of these things so that you can get up and play the game of life in the now because the game of life only exists now only exists now thinking about the past ruminating stressing ourselves out is ruining our life and you can watch sports people do this. If they think about the past point that they lost and how bad they are, they're going to lose the game. Whereas if they let it go, clean it out and focus on the now, then they're going to win. They can 
Such a such a beautiful practice. Um, and I'm just going to bring in one other perspective to keep in mind with this. It's like Michael just said, the player, they, you know, they made a mistake on the, on the field and then they're focused on the next point. They do learn from that mistake, though. Right. They learn from it. They're like, OK, I'm not going to do that again. All right. Uh-huh. Moving on. So it you learn from the mistakes and you change and you transform but you don't ruminate and and get caught in that negative field you know because this is it isn't a neutral it isn't a perfectly karmically neutral game this is a karmic playing field and and there are there is a lot at this point in the game that we need to settle and we need to learn and we need to transform to clear all those karmic accounts. We've been here a long time. We've been playing lots of games. We've been getting very caught up. We've created lots of entanglements on a number of levels. That's true at this point in the game and so while having this very light perspective there's also and you see this in a in a player in a game there's also a seriousness and you are there's a lightness paradox here and you're taking it seriously to learn from mistakes to transform and to continue to purify and heal and come into your your highest state and your highest code of conduct so to speak your highest way of acting on the field of life Mm. such an important thing to bear in mind and it's easier to learn the lesson when you make it smaller because as long as we're caught up in the emotions and ruminating and spinning out about things. We're not in an emotionally stable place to look at what we did and take the benefit from it and learn the lesson because we're too caught up in it. Someone who's trapped in guilt and shame is unlikely to be able to get the benefit from that situation in that state. So you look at it over there and you say, as a detached observer, what could this player in the game do differently going forward to win the point in the next time it happens? What is the improvement? You know, it's almost like watching yourself on a on like a YouTube video and going, well, <laughs> that could be different, that could be different, that could be different, you know, and it's not beating yourself up or feeling bad about it. It's just saying, okay, this is useful feedback. How can I incorporate this next time I do it? So whether it's speaking differently or whether it's eating differently or acting differently or getting up at differently or playing a physical game differently or working differently or whatever it is, this is an extremely useful thing for our life in general to look back at the end of the week or end of the day and assess okay what happened what was valuable in my week that i'm happy about what was a problem that could be improved and that way we can actually make a little bit of progress even one percent this is a wonderful thing to think about how can i be one percent better 
every day or every week. It makes a massive difference over time. To really be a, a loving witness of yourself. And it was interesting, Michael just brought up video because it's interesting, you're seeing yourself separate from yourself. And Michael's been into video and filming lately and there's quite a few of myself and I honestly don't watch them typically. <laughs> <laughs> but if I Not do watch I. <laughs> any of it or or uh, just even after speaking, I learn from every single one. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, there's a little signal there next time. I could, I could frame it this way, I could format it this way. But what's interesting that I've learned is still ship it, still publish it. You know, it's not that we get into this place where I'm not going to share it, I'm not going to do the service I need to do, and I'm not going to leave the house until like everything's perfect. No, it's, it's a game, it's flowing, it's moving, it's like a river. You, you're, you're still acting, you're letting it flow and you're learning, and you're improving. And all the while, you hold a, a stage of lightness. It's really useful. If you film yourself, uh, it, it, I always find it bizarre. I remember watching a video that we did. It, it wasn't like a proper video. We just shot it. It was just ha us having pancakes many years ago. And um, I was surprised how I came across on video. This is in England, yeah. I just remember thinking, that's, bit, that's bizarre. That's bizarre. So anyway, this is, the more we can shrink everything down and see it as a game, the more we are unattached. Because remember, one of the players, of the 10 players, is attachment. Attachment to our character, attachment to how we do things, attachment to how we come across, and attachment to doing things a certain way is a problem and doesn't allow us to change. So as we shrink it down, we can say, you know what, that could have been improved. I'm not going to defend myself. I'm just going to make it better, you know? Right. You've got to let the scenes flow. Like we can't just get caught up on one scene and, you know, what about all the rest? And one scene leads to the next scene and the next scene. So you're letting and allowing the movie of life to flow. With grace. So this is a very deep, very deep and profound shift in consciousness. So let's just do a recap, see if you remember these things. Number one is you are a spiritual being and life is a game. And in this game, there are 10 players and you. And of course, there are also the other characters and there's nature. But the players, our opponents, are the five elements, because any physical issue is to do with the five elements, nature. Nature doesn't have to be our enemy, by the way. Nature can be our friend as well. But oftentimes, whether it's health issues or it's too hot, too cold, too windy, it's something to do with the elements. So there, that's one round of players. Then the other round are these negative energies that exist within people. Lust, anger, ego, greed, and attachment. I guarantee you, if you deal with any problem with any person in your life, or you read anything on the news, right? Any issues, whether it's on the news or in your life or people you know, the real problem 
isn't the person themselves, it's one of these five vices acting through them. Yeah, so like, for example, if there's corruption around someone embezzling money, that's greed. If it's some sort of um, violence, it's anger. There's countless scandals related to lust. There's countless um, issues related to ego and status, in my opinion, and it should be like this. And then, of course, attachment to things being a certain way. And So you can look at it. These are the five players. Most people don't even realize that they have these things going on. So it's a big, a big awakening. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. So this has been quite a magical uh, theme today, you know, to really tune in with and, and see the bigger picture and stay on your seat and play the game, you know, play the game and win the game. Have fun and know that ultimately as you as you have that intention you have your vision on your aim on that that higher state of consciousness on that on that experience of truth then even when there are you lose the point you know you have a defeat your vision is set on where you're going and so it becomes uh it all can just be entertainment. Ah, yes. So you're a spiritual being. You're on the great game of life. Realize it's a game. Be stable as a detached observer that everything that has happened had to happen exactly the way it did. Put a f- Make it small. Don't get caught up in it. Push it away and then come back to playing the game again come back to playing your game. And the game is about staying in a higher consciousness, living from an elevated state of awareness. And realizing what's really going on. So lots of love, oceans of love, oceans of peace and joy upon your life experience. Remember who you are. You are beloved of all of life, of the divine, of us all. And love really is is the foundation. So be in that space of love as you play. And thank you for your divine presence here. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Play the game for a week and see what happens. Many blessings.